Welcome to the Team Builder Show, where the most successful team leaders share how to build, scale, organize, and ultimately maximize your sales team results. I'm super fired up. I have two rockstar team leaders with me today. Uh, one from Huntsville, Alabama. The other one from Chattanooga. So we've got average sales price, $300,000. But between the two of them, we're talking about 1,500 transactions. Fellas, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Well, hold back your enthusiasm, boys. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was awesome. So Matt Curtis, give him a little, uh, give him a little rundown on who you are, background, how long you've been in the business. Obviously, you're doing a thousand plus transactions, and you've been doing that for a while. And then Doug, I'm gonna have you do the same, so we have context, and then we're gonna get into like the things that really matter to how you scaled your business. So yeah. Matt, take it away. Uh, Matt Curtis, Matt Curtis Real Estate uh, out of Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, you know, we've, I've been a real estate agent for about 12 years now. Mm -hmm. Um, my background's in computer engineering, which is unique for a real estate yeah. agent. Um, been growing the team for about eight years. Yeah. Uh, Inc. 5000 list five years in a row. Congratulations. Uh, number one team in Alabama, two years in a row. Congrats. Uh, best place to work two years as well. Oh, you know, so, I love that. That's a, that's yeah, actually my that's favorite huge. one out of all of them is right. best place to work. Yes. All right. So Doug. Yes, sir. Are you pissed just hearing all those accolades? Yeah, yeah. You know, when he ended with best place to work, like that's on our vision board. For we for, talked about uh, that, right? Exactly. It's one of our so OKRs, right? I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so give him the breakdown. How long in the business? How long have you had the team? How long have you had the brokerage? Yep, yep. So Doug Edrington, the Edrington team uh, at Berkshire Hathaway, J. Douglas Properties. Um, so been in the business for just across fifteen years. Congrats! And uh, teams been around pretty much the whole time, and um, been uh, about to sneak up on the fourth year of owning a brokerage. Yes. It's a whole nother animal, right. and uh, but um, we've been uh, we've been number one in Chattanooga for units for probably at least past six or seven years now. So that's been fun and competitive because there's always someone right. right at our heels, right. and uh, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a fun ride. You know, the whole brokerage thing. Four years into it, that's that's changing the dy dynamics of everything. But yes. it's uh, it's all been just great stuff. Lot, lots to learn still. Right when you think you got it figured out, you realize you don't. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? And that's really why we got oh, connected, right? Yeah. Like he's been crushing for a long time, but then I do the same thing. It's like for me about every three years, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like I, I need something else, right? It doesn't yeah. mean I let go of the stuff from the past. It's just I just need something else to push the envelope to get me to think differently. So this show is really about humility. It's about leadership. It's about like no BS honesty about what it takes to run these monster teams, the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, the ugly. So let's start with that. Like, what would you guys say individually were the top two or three biggest mistakes you made in building your business? You can go one at a time. The time list too. goes on and on. Yeah. <laughs> only, Where do you start? only three. <laughs> well, look, ready? I'll give you. I'll give you some context. Ready? There's people mistakes, mm -hmm. right? Which is culture and training and onboarding and recruiting and being beholden to people that maybe you didn't want on your team. There's back office and systems and organization mistakes. There's branding and marketing mistakes, right? Like there's your own personal management mistakes. So I'm not trying to fill your head with more mistakes, but like, you know, just <laughs> yeah. giving you some context. Like what, what are the things that people, cause you guys are so successful, but you didn't, you weren't just born like this, right? You became this. We became this way because we made mistakes. We learned the lesson. Yeah. So what well, are the big mistakes? And, and we most we, most of us generally love people. Like you want to save or oh, fix yeah. or help or support oh, yeah. everybody. Yeah. And I'd say that is uh, 
that's usually uh, a challenge for for leadership. So delegating the right people involved to help you right. hire versus you just wanting to hire everybody you fall in love with, you know, is has mm-hmm. uh, been really important. But you know, or, or hiring them like it was a listing appointment, right? Like right. I got Get excited. <laughs> yeah, I got him. I got him. Well, design. most of us, most of us, you probably did too, Matt. Like shifted from sales to leadership, and yep. so it is really hard to transfer. A you've got to convince someone or help them understand where the good path for them to help mm-hmm. them sell their house or work with us and then mm-hmm. shift that over to, wait a minute, why am I pitching this hire when I should be interviewing this right. hire? Right? right. And Do so you fit in my sandbox. That's a that's I think that's probably a huge mistake we make. And then yep. and then recognizing that it's an actual real business that has liabilities and and risk and and wins, of course, too. But sure. you know, I mean I, I'd say most successful team leaders has the the same story. I can reflect now and, and recognize that, you know, when that your number two guy or gal that you've got with you bounces and surprises you one day and you're like, oh, I didn't really have anything in contract to protect me. I didn't right. have all those pieces in there. They have and all my IP and my database. Everything. And so, yep. so I think that was a, that's a lesson that, that pretty much every successful team leader I, that I know has been through. And mm-hmm. if they haven't, good for them. And I hope they learned. They're about to learn. Listen and get your IP under control yeah. and make sure mm-hmm. that you document all your processes and make people sign off on those. Like, like yeah. that's, super important yeah matt what about you we'll, we'll, we'll keep jumping around here so biggest mistakes uh, yes yeah, it's, it's where to start first i think one thing for COVID 19 is i actually put the brakes on instead of accelerating oh and yeah. so yeah. you know we've kind of flatlined and hit that glass ceiling for the last three years mm-hmm. and so we're in the process of breaking everything down and rebuilding that foundation Right. Um, so that's going to be what sets us up for 2022 and 2023. But we had to really kind of dig ourselves out of some antiquated s- systems and processes that aren't going to get us there. You know, what what got you here won't get you there. Yep. And that's you know, been one of the challenges. So there's a lot to unpack there. So you said the mistake was we hit the brakes, but then you said we're rebuilding, kind of re like redoing the structure. So mm-hmm. it's like you hit the brakes. What was the pain that you experienced when you hit the brakes that caused you to say, wait a minute, we actually need to rebuild. Like the foundation isn't right. Cause there's, mm-hmm. there was a lot in that statement. Yeah. I mean, why did you stop? Why'd you hit the brakes? Um, you know, with, with COVID hitting, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we felt like transactions were going to go down. So we were conservative, saving up cash, mm-hmm. weren't reinvesting in marketing, weren't reinvesting in people. Um, so this year we, we took up, you know, a lot of that cash and reinvested it in new systems, building mm-hmm. a new website, building out Salesforce platform, uh, hiring out our marketing team, bringing mm-hmm. on an integrator, building right. out that C-suite. Yeah. Um, so we are kind of leveling up yeah. for that 2022 year. We, we talk about it all the time in our community and you've heard this, it's, it's bricks, right? I'm putting mm-hmm. the bricks in mm-hmm. place. Like, you know, Lisa Chinati said, we're going to hire 120 people. And I'm like, that's great. In 2022, that'll be really great for... 2023, <laughs> right? So right. am I hearing the same thing? And, and for the listener, did you hear how quickly he pivoted from, I had this pain and here's what we're doing to solve it, which is what I hear all leaders do. What other mistakes did you make along the way? Tons of mistakes. You're talking about leadership. You know, what? I was an engineer. I had to learn how to sell. I learned how to sell. Then I had to learn how to become a leader. So, um, you know, that was a big mistake early on, not mm-hmm. having the culture to be able to create that sustainability, having mm-hmm. career paths for team members. Yeah. Um, you know, did we, you lose a lot of people along the way? 
Oh yeah, we all Unne- do. Like unnecessarily lost? Well, you know, 86% of agents get out of the business in five years. So right. part of that is natural attrition, but there's a lot of things that we could have done better yeah. that would have positioned in a, in a different position right now. So looking back, like, a, you know, like I'm using this just as the example of like your disc profile, if like yeah, you're yeah. clearly an engineer, right? right and yeah. you're, you know, you're not the, hi, let's have some fun and let's go have drinks. And let's sell real estate, isn't this fun, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. How did you learn to communicate with all those different people, all those different personality types. Well, you know, I'm a nerd, um, so I just read. You know, <laughs> right. I, I actually heard that, you know, if you read an hour a day, listen to podcasts, yeah. YouTube uh, yeah. channels like yours for an hour a day, you can double your income every two years. Bingo. And so that's what I did. Love it. Anything specifically like we talk about, whether it's insights or bank or disc, uh, one of my favorites is like the five love languages because mm-hmm. the same thing applies to your spouse as it does to your kids, as it does to your teammates, right? Like right. what's their love language? How do they feel heard and appreciated, right? Like that was a mistake I made early on because I was like, I'm this way, so everyone should be like this. Right. And you very quickly realize if they're all like you, the whole thing's yeah. going to blow up. Right? Well, that, yeah, Spe- speaking of this, that's one thing that we learned really early on mm-hmm. when we're a team of 10, right. you know, high D, hey, we're, we're changing, we're pivoting. Right. I can make a decision like that. Yeah. And everybody's like, let's go. And well, no, because 40% of people are oh. S's. Oh, oh. And I, thought they're you always, said they're, I thought you said they're all high D and I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't find that many because, you know, 10% of the population are D's. Right. So 40% are S's, so they're still processing and thinking mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And so we really needed to figure out how we roll out these new processes. Yes. One, you know, give them time to think through it yep. and then give them six, seven times of reminders yep. before we actually roll things out. So that that was a big change from going from 10 to 20 to 50 plus team members. Yep. We had to slow, we like to say we had to slow our S down. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because I think about all fast cars have an S on it. Mm. <laughs> so yes, got to slow things down. Doug, other mistakes, and then we're going to get into like the big sort of insights of how you guys been able to grow so successfully. You, you know, I think not having a career path for people early on. On a team. On a team, you know. Do you think the same thing applies in brokerage? Um. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, absolutely. I mean, brokerage is is just, uh, it's, it's a different animal that, that if they don't have a career path, they're just basically saying, where's the next brokerage I'm going to go where I can right. make more money or where right. can I be an owner of, you know, same thing with team members early on. I mean, some of, some of the best salespeople in Chattanooga were bartenders that we recruited and started on our team and they're, and they're doing great. They're just not right. with us anymore. Right. And, um, and, and at, at that time though, years ago, we just didn't have, I couldn't think big enough at the time yet. I hadn't had enough exposure mm-hmm. to, to what it was all about. I was just focused on like, wow, you can make a ton of money just being a salesperson. Right. And, um, but, but the moment that they don't taste that leadership, they don't have the opportunity to taste the leadership role or uh, a specialty of some sort that they want to focus in. If you don't give them that path, then they'll go try to figure it out on their own Right. Uh, versus with us. So, so making sure you give them those opportunities, I think are, are really big and and then I, I think also so I'm gonna I'm gonna go challenge ahead. on the not not challenge you I want I want to go deeper on this please so you know many team plus meetings we talked about like tiers right like you mm-hmm. have your tier one people your tier two people your tier three people your tier four people right and the goal is to have as many net effective salespeople as we can right like they're productive they use the systems they follow the culture they're they're about us and so there's things you want to do with your tier ones that are totally different from your tiers three and four but I think you're talking about something different you're you're assuming like everybody comes in do you Maybe help me understand. Do you yeah, mean so, like so I like, can become a listing agent on your team? I can work to a higher price uh, point. A, a prime I get different commission splits. Like like give me like break it down for me. Like I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So like a, a prime example, I think 
you know, our, our per person productivity this year, something we're really proud of, we're at 42 units per person, which is huge. That's big. Uh, and, That's big. Um, and so like we have a team of people that are all making six figures, you know, they're all, yeah. they're all having really good incomes. Yeah. And there's that point I, with our team, I see usually between six and 18 months, some people are a little earlier blossomer yep. than others, you know, yep. between six and 18 months, they start to think, okay, it's, how can I have my own team or how can I have my own mm -hmm. mini team mm -hmm. or, or they start jump in here, Max. I know you deal with the same thing. Oh, right? we all so do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, start, right? They start calculating if yeah. I was a solo agent. Right. And, but they're just not exposed to necessarily what it costs. Right. And so the ego or the excitement, I don't even want to blame it on ego. Like you're just yeah. excited. Like you're, right. you're a young entrepreneur mm -hmm. that thinks you can crush it and you can and you're getting recruiting calls like hey you know, you're on this team at 50 50 mm -hmm. you know what it'd be like if you came to me i'd put you on 70 and that's right. like a major increase right. yeah. but of course and they always forget like where the leads came from yeah. they never understand the back and operate right. like what it costs to have salesforce for everybody like yeah. it's there's so much cost why don't we talk about that well well we do now we do constantly you know okay. and and um having like a, a place that a lot of people are probably at that have you know newer teams right now is is they're like I created this person I own this person you know I I've, I've, yeah. I've brought them into this world and you right. know yes. they you think are mine forever right and yeah. that's not the case by any means and so so but I, I there was one really particular agent he's still on my team he's a great agent one of our top agents mm -hmm. and top team players really just culturally great yeah but he came to me one day and he says I think I want to start my own team. And I just that one statement alone made me feel so good that culturally we're at a place where someone would actually come to me and say that versus previous yeah. years prior. It's yeah. like, hey, here is my form that says I'm no longer with you right. because I've created a plan without you. And yes. and so um, but, you know, this one individual came to me, I said, and, and I genuinely was like, awesome. This is our first coaching session of you being a team leader. Yes. And unless you are like about to surprise me with some form out of your backpack here, like, 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 let's start working on it. Yeah. And so we went to the whiteboard and I said, hey, draw your team. And he drew his team and I said, okay, cool. Now let's make a PL on the other side. We put out all the expenses and he, mm -hmm. he said, you know, CRM. And he was like, he was like, how much was that again? And I was like, well, for me, since I've been with them for seven years, it's yeah. this much. Yeah. For you, it's going to be this, this much, much, you know? Yeah. And we just went down that list. Right. And uh, at the end, he said, wait a minute. I'd make more money staying on the team than growing, than <laughs> building my own team. And I said, like, I said, no, no, no. I said, yes. I said, the that version, right. that's a true statement. Yes. You either have to think bigger. Mm-hmm here or you need to think bigger there but yeah like and and so and he's still on our team today and has uh, a significant role on our team now is that marcus no that's not marcus okay the guy named kevin you know okay. um shout out kevin. Mar marcus and kevin i think yeah. the three musketeers here have been hanging right. out for a long time right. but um but you know and and kevin's got a very significant role now and 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 growing and ch he challenged me yesterday he said hey hey doug you know i heard you're thinking about doing this i'd really would have liked to head that up and i was like well i wish you had told me about it you yeah. know, and, uh, and so, uh, so let's figure it out, you know? Yeah. And so, so I think that, I think that just making sure that you don't make the same mistakes that we've made here on this podcast of, of like, you know, just not creating a culture where they can grow inside your team, yeah. you know? And now, uh, you know, once a month, once a quarter, someone comes to me and says, Hey, how do I get in a leadership? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. well, what positions are available? Well, there's no real position available. What do you want to do? And let's create that position. Yeah, yeah if it and, makes sense, right? Right, of right. course, of course. If it's got to be a win for everybody, the mm -hmm. whole we over me mentality, you yeah. know? And um, and so sometimes that turns into fruition and sometimes it's like, 
well, that's not going to work here and it probably isn't going to work somewhere else. So let's shift and let's let's pivot and figure out what's going to yeah. work within the team. Talking so, on the bench, we'll come back to it later. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Yeah. What, like when you talk about like, you know, retention, which is really the conversation, like have you done a similar strategy to sort of level people up and have them retain longer? Yeah. So there's a couple of things. Um, so there's retention or there's a uh, agent productivity and then also mm -hmm. listings. Those are the two biggest things that we are yeah. have caused us to flatline. Yeah. And so for us, you know, you mentioned over 40 uh, units per, per agent. We were north of 30 and we were really proud of that number. And right. we really, it's like huge. that was the, mm -hmm. That was the benchmark. And, That's like the cream of the crop, guys. To, you know, yeah. three sales a month. Yep. We had we recognize that every single month. And what ended up happening was the folks that weren't there for whatever reason, their life situation, mm -hmm. we ended up un unintentionally running them off. Right. And then we we kept the folks that that did, but then eventually, you know, as they start to do 40, 50, 70, 80, even 100 sales a year, right. they got burnt out. Yep. Or to your point, they started doing math and they're like, well, I think I might be able to make a little bit more if I try to do it myself and, yep. and all those things. And so what we found is, you know, 30 was that sweet spot if we're going to do 30 sales you know, per agent. Yep. And so we're actually broadening that net. We want to go to you know, per your advice, we want to yep. get to 100 agents. Yep. Um, to do that, we're going to need an army of 15 sales mm -hmm. a year producers. Yep. We're still going to have our 30s right. and our 50s and our 80s and beyond, um, but we need to be able to also celebrate those 15s and yep. have those consistent folks to be able to hit our, our big vision. It's and, interesting. I know like culture is on your list mm -hmm. and I know it's, all, you know, it's, we talk about it all the time, right? So let's talk about that. Like as you're growing and scaling a team, how do you guys recognize the people in your business or, or maybe how do you want to in the future state recognize all these different people? Cause you got all these incredible people that work with you that are all doing great things at different levels, mm -hmm. but, but it's very easy to go, oh my God, there's Brian. He's like, he's my favorite, right? Like mm -hmm. Marcus is like one of your closest friends on the planet, right? So right. it's probably easy or maybe he gets no love because he's your closest friend. You know what I mean? So right, how yeah. are you guys, and by the way, you two are such Southern charmers. You've not interrupted each other once. So I'm giving you permission to interrupt each other or at least butt in. Is Jill okay? Biggs outside? Well, Jill Biggs is outside. Yeah. Well, you mentioned disc. Yes. You know, so yeah. everybody, it, culture means different things to different people. Correct. And so that's one of the things that we do after 90 days. We sit everybody down and say, okay, so what have you liked mm -hmm. about our culture for the last 90 days? Right. Okay. And then after we go through that, you know, culture means something different to everybody. You are now in charge of that. Nice. You're, you know, as we get bigger, that culture expands. Um, so for some, so it's like a culture crew is yeah, being built, like someone that exactly. is a part of running culture. Yeah. yeah. That's been and talked it, about a lot amongst a lot of leaders. Yeah. So for some people's recognition. So mm -hmm. we have that. We have the end of yeah. the year awards party. We have the monthly recognition. We call it first Monday because people are more likely to open to new ideas. You know, yeah. the first yeah, of the yeah. month, first Monday, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, but then, you know, some people are there for the camaraderie, the family. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we have like weekly events. Mm -hmm. So this week we had a, a food truck. We have a food truck once a week. We have um, a competition. You know, some people are athletic and like yeah. to compete. We do flag yeah. football, kickball, laser tag, you, you name it. Yeah. Uh, we some people like to eat. We celebrate mm -hmm. birthdays. You know, birthday cakes, ice creams, yeah. um, girls' night, guys' night once a month. Um, Sounds so happy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Matt, the Matt Curtis real estate team is a fun place to work. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. eat, we drink, we hang out. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. 
And does, do you, I mean, do you see appropriate participation based upon people's criteria or does everybody kind of show up and, and like, how does it work? People show up to the things that attract them. Yeah. You know, you've got some people yeah. that are, you know, that ninja that all they want to do is work and, right. and, and that's cool. Right. And then you've got others. And you say it's cool. It, I think it's important to respect that. Oh yeah. For I, sure. I used to get annoyed when be like, man, we put this huge party on and these key players didn't show up and they're busy I, selling houses or they're exhausted. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I've started to learn. It's like, you got to yeah. respect that. Right. Because you know? otherwise you're feeling pressure mm -hmm. and you're going to run them off because they're yeah. like, I didn't want to show up to the, the dirty Santa gift. Like I right. got yelled at. I was, I was a top agent and a new construction builder. Mm -hmm. I got yelled at one year because I didn't want to go to dirty Santa. I want to go sell home. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm never going to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So Doug, what about you? How have you um, sort of operationalized community and culture? So, you know, COVID has really like screwed all of culture up for everybody, I think. Mm -hmm. It's very challenging. There's no doubt about it. So, so the, COVID has screwed everything up? How? It, well, it's, it's like half of our team got hired when we were all Zoom. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, so connection has been really challenging in a lot of ways. Um, what we have still done, though, I mean, we had a little break uh, during, you know, when COVID broke. But mm -hmm. um, March through November... We have a monthly event that's open to the community. Mm -hmm. It's great for recruiting. It's great to make sure that our agents can bring their families. Nice. Um, it's really important to get the spouses involved, yep. and so they understand what's going on. And and um, you know, and, and our, our past clients. So that's been that's been our biggest win. But and that's know, March through November. March like, through November, like, like 10, every 10 single months? month, we get sponsors in from other other vendors yeah. and 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 our partners, and and we throw a huge party. Is um, this at your? Because you you built sort it's of at the, our office. like he has like yes. the location in town. Like visually, it's beautiful mm -hmm. inside and out. It's like, awesome, everything about it. It's got a rooftop patio, like, right. a, and and we've. It's a party center slash real estate office. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 and a pretty, training facility. It's a right? pretty yeah, absolutely. It's a pretty stellar piece of real estate yes. that we get to leverage. I'm really and glad you bought that. I am too. I was scared to death when we <laughs> I remember. <made> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if you don't buy that, that I'm going to buy he that. He did say that. Lisa Lisa too. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was like, okay, we're buying this. Yeah, I was like, like this is too easy. I don't need I don't need Tom in my in my own town right now. I would I would love that rent check. For you every month, but, right? And the appreciation. Oh uh, my God, I miss yeah. that deal. That's that's been huge though. But but like I think I think also what's been really yeah. important for us culturally is making sure that I spend one on one time with the people, like just connection, like right. really just focus on connection. Right. And not everybody wants that, you know. But yeah. I'd say you know over half of the team, I've I've spent a lot of time one on one with with their families and with them, and mm -hmm. and just making sure they know that we care. Yeah, you know, and it, it makes people comfortable, you know. And so, um, but does it I'm still it, trying to figure it out. Does though. it make it harder when they leave? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, um, uh, you know, I had, uh, I feel like everybody can say this, uh, especially around COVID time, but, you know, I had someone who's really close to me bounce off and leave. And like, and I was like, God, I thought I got past this. I thought, I thought I was yeah. more calloused than yeah. this. Like this one yeah. actually kind of got to me a little bit, but, um, but you got to bounce. I mean, you, just you don't have choice, you know, you bounce back. And, and after having enough people, leave or you having to let people go yeah um you start to recognize the pattern that it does truly always get better yeah. when someone even if someone was yes. awesome that left you yeah. it mm -hmm. forces you to go back in and be like hey we got to rebuild this department or right. or this or role next, next or, gal up yeah. who wants to who wants to be the new oh, number everybody one wants to be there, yeah. right? everybody group when so. number one leaves right always right yeah, yeah. it's so hard i mean I think I'm, I don't think callous is the right word. I'm just, am such a humanist. I tell people all the time, I'm not going to be your last CEO. 
right? Welcome to the team. I'm yeah. super glad you're here. Do really good work. Be culturally right. Like be be kind. Be good to everybody. I'm not gonna be. I just want to be one of your favorites. It, right. Because I just I don't that. like that mentality of like. <laughs> I brought you here. You work for me. You can't go anywhere. Like you're mine. Like that's just, right. I don't know. That's just never resonated for but me. But that's yeah. what has created, I mean, I've literally stole that. And, and, and that is what makes people come to me and say, Hey, I'm thinking about leaving, you know, right. let's have an honest or, conversation. Yeah. Or I had an yeah, agent, right. I had actually had an agent literally in the airport on the way here today, call me yeah. and say, Hey, I got this great idea yeah. and it ends with them leaving. Yeah. And, and I'm like, huh, that's, that is an interesting idea. Did you think about this, this, or this? Yeah. And, and you know, you start asking questions, and he's like, "Cool, I'm going to think about that." And we got off the phone call, and I'm like, "There was never a fear of me losing him right. or him mm, a fear right. of offending me." Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, "Oh, this is great." The yeah, number of times great. someone's had walked into my office, and I'm like, "Oh, you're leaving!" Like I uh -huh. know the look on your face, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, "Okay, yeah. well, here's the thing." So what offer? Like what I'm, I usually rouse him and say, "You know, if you would have come to me first, I could have counter offered, and you would have mm -hmm. got more money." Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I've said that to so, I'm like, just like, and it's it, like, just for the record, do I, Brian, <laughs> I love you. Brian's been with me now for like 90 days, mm -hmm. right? He's killing on my video it's team. Like, by the way, Tom, I like her. Right. But I said the same <laughs> thing, like, we're going to travel a bunch. We're going to have all this fun. But, but like, he, how old are you? 23? Uh, I'm not going to be the last CEO he works right. for. Are you with me? There's a pretty good chance he's uh, going to have 10, right? And, or he's going to be a CEO in the next four or five mm -hmm. years, which if you do, I want to invest in the company, right? Like that's my <laughs> other thing with people. Like you can leave. I just want to invest in whatever you're starting next. Right. It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. So let's go from a different direction. Let's talk about branding because both of you done a really good job branding your businesses. Right now you went business. He went name and business. So let's talk about maybe the three best moves you made in creating a brand, an identity, something that people want to belong to or join or call and say, hi, come list my house in your market. What were the three best branding moves? So for, for me, uh, two and then number three is in the works. Yeah. Uh, when we went to billboards, you know, mass media, billboards, yep. radio, that's when we went from 250 to 400 to yep. 600 to 700 to yep. 800 to 1,000. Uh, number two is reviews. Okay, but hold on, man. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot to unpack just yeah, in here. Yeah. You're like, no, well, you three. I mean, how much? Well, you but, but no, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So just think of it. So, so help me understand, like, how many billboards did you start with X? Did you yeah. go A and then add B and then go to C? And when did you notice the lift? Like someone's yeah. going to listen and go, hey, I was listening to that Matt Curtis guy. Like I'm going to go get 50 billboards. Does it work like that? It, it doesn't. I always laugh. Thank Every you. agent in town thinks, oh, Matt's doing billboards. That's all I need to do. That's, right. the, that's the recipe. That's the formula. Right. Um, what billboards do is it lifts all the other ships. You know, you if go. you can just break even on billboards, you're yeah. now going to convert more referrals, more right. web leads, you right. know, yada, yada, yada. It's it's brand presence, right? Oh, yeah. They're like, I see, that guy every, I see that guy everywhere. Mm -hmm. Then when they see an ad, they're online, exactly. they're doing a search. Who's yeah. that guy again? Yeah. So for any marketing idea, mm -hmm. we say, you know, fire a bullet before you fire a cannonball, the whole thing yep. all insane. Yeah. Um, so we tested it. We tested, I believe, with 10 billboards initially, mm -hmm. um, saw huge growth off of it. And yep. so we just continue to level up and we're starting to see kind of that saturation for our market. So we're yep. trying to figure out, OK, at what point is it diminishing returns? I think we're pretty much there. Yeah. Um, but we're north of 50 boards right now. And are they digital where you can change them up all the time or are they fixed yes. or a combination? Yeah, a combination. Yeah. Yeah. And which do you, do you track and measure? Like, do you want to know more about this? Absolutely. Right. Like yeah. DJ is like you guys, so yeah. DJ and Lindsay, like they were talking, they're like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm running this ad to test. I'm trying this ad to test uh -huh. to see what gets the best response. Oh yeah. So if somebody's listening right now and they're like, there's like seven billboards in my town total. What do you think I'm going to 
groups to invest to get those seven? And what have you learned in terms of what works and what doesn't? Well, that all depends on the market. You know, yep. it's CPM, how many impressions you're going to get. Yep. So, you know, pricing is going to be different in Dallas than it is in Huntsville. 100%. Um, so what we do is we look at a couple of things is we we track the number of people that call in that sell with us, buy with us, that say, hey, I came in off of a billboard. Yeah. We know that there's other people going to the website and sure. other things, but- Do you have a drop down menu on the website? How'd you hear about us? Uh, we do not because- is it Or is it in like the landing page yeah. you know, We, we want to simplify that as quick. Yeah, you know, yeah, we don't want to- I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, but on the billboard side, so- you know, as the sales, the leads start to go down, we know mm -hmm. our message is getting stale and old, which is typically ninety to one hundred and eighty days yeah. is about that cycle. Interesting. Um, the other thing that we've done is we had, we did a Google map. We plot every single billboard, every single sell, yeah. so we can start to see the uh, you know, efficiency and what's, what's interesting. Working. Interesting. And then obviously, um, so you said radio too. So do you have your own radio show or are you running radio ads? Radio ads, uh, sponsor. Yep. Um, we're, we're kind of weaning off of that a little bit and Tell going us. leveling up more uh, you, YouTube. Yeah. Were yeah. you doing the, uh, the same thing everybody else been like, uh, like Paul Rushforth up in uh, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, it's radio like seven deals. or whatever. But like, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, if, if your home doesn't sell in 90 days, we'll buy it. Right. Which was really great when the market wasn't on fire. Now it's like, eh. yeah. yeah. So, so we, what, we changed up our the, messages. Yeah. Um, so now it's our instant offer program, which right. actually is, believe it or not, there's, I, bet. I, I, bet. I was listening to a stat. It's like one in 20 people, you know, are distressed sellers. There's always right. going to be one in 20 that are hoarders or, you know, are embarrassed to put their home right. on the market. Right. So there's always going to be that market. Um, and one third, you know, basically, you know, the whole Steve Murray, you know, told yeah. me this, yeah. you know, two thirds of the market is referrals, past clients, mm -hmm. one third is marketing based. Yep. So if one third is marketing based and 5% are hoarders, we're going after one out of six of those with that message. And it's really resonating. So when you get those calls, are you buying them? Are you referring to a, a, a builder partner? Like how does that transaction what work? What we've been doing is we've got a flipping company mm -hmm. that we've done some flips and then I'm buying as well. Yep. Um, right now I'm trying to increase that volume to not only satisfy my personal buying needs, but then also my agents and my team's buying needs. I love that. Um, and Satisfying my personal buying needs. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that just sounds fantastic. Okay, so two that, things. That's why you're in real estate, right? It's not, you you're gotta not get, a, the money is you. not worth anything. Right. You gotta put in an asset that actually appreciates. 100%. Okay, I'm gonna come back to you on number three. So number one was billboards, number two is radio. Well, and reviews. You, Okay, you reviews. crush reviews yeah, and you yeah, crush yeah. Google also. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to come back to you on reviews, but so what do you got? Well, I got a mirror reviews. I mean, we jumped on the Zillow review train when it first came out. When everybody's like, ah, I'm kind of scared to put a review out there because right. what if I get a bad one? Right. And um, you know, before I don't think before I think everybody actually knew what Zillow was. That we already had a thousand reviews on Zillow. That's so. Bad. And and it yeah. was so every consumer that looked now. Zillow's changed that game a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's not as effective as it once was. It's mm -hmm. good for um, when you meet someone and they're trying to confirm your success, like it's yes. killer then, right? Yeah. Um, Have you migrated to Google, to the Google oh, Business absolutely. page? Oh, absolutely. We're, the, highest, we're page? the highest reviewed. And then we jumped on the, the GLS train and that's right. been our, our oh, yeah. most yeah. profitable lead source, honestly. 
For um, sure. If no we ref- can no just generate more leads, which is pretty much there's nothing you can do other than just hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so G- yeah, well, you answer the phone. Yeah, GLS no doubt is the answer it. the phone. So Google Logo Services ads, for the people that are wondering what GLS is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you, so you know, tomorrow we'll discuss this. There's a lot of people spending way more money than you could possibly imagine on Google ads that are killing it right now. And again, no referral fees. Right. Right. Or if you run it through your traditional model of a referral fee, just higher, higher net profit to the team leader. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So right. There, there, there's a lot to play with there. Mm-hmm. So you're saying early on in reviews and then migrating to whatever's the appropriate channel. Right. right. You're going to say in reviews also, mm-hmm. then I'm going to come back to you. So what did you do differently or better? You know, talking about reviews. Yeah, sounds like the same things. Uh, we were number one in the state on Google and Zillow as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, be careful with Zillow. Um, you know, my personal experience is they took the reviews down. Yeah, because uh, yep. we were. Getting, oh, we all it, panicked that day. We were getting, I remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, man, like, I did, that was like what, one of what, my what, most what? popular <laughs> videos. <laughs> I was like, holy oh, crap! Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah. We yes. weren't paying them. We, we came back like a year. Right. <laughs> oh no, no, they actually took them down. But that's yeah. that's another story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be careful, with Zilla. Yeah. Um, but Google is crushing it for us. Yeah. So how many reviews on Google? A little over seventeen hundred. See, that's just monster, right? Like people, like the Google local services ads. Uh, excuse me, just Google. Now, I, I I want to keep calling it GMB, but they changed the name again. So mm-hmm. now it's Google Business something, whatever it's called. That page, um, that kills. Mm-hmm. So it's free. So you were mentioning YouTube ads, but I'm going to bounce to you first. What else are you doing on a branding standpoint? What else is really working to have people walk in your door, recognize you? You know, say, hey, we want to do business with you guys because you guys get a lot of inbound. Yeah, we do. It's and you know, I, this is an area that we need to grow tremendously on. So I can't say here and toot our own horn that we're just crushing it from mm-hmm. a branding perspective, but. Um, you know, have, making sure you got the marketing department that's pushing out the social media constantly right. and making sure that you're including your agents and tagging them so they share right. it, you know, so there's a little bit of uh, uh, organic by design that you yep. got to push out through social media for really sure. hard for the consumer side. Um, one of the one of the best things, though, speaking of building branding, also internally within the industry is mm-hmm. I think is big time equally important, if not more important, especially in a market that we're in now. You know, I mean, people love doing deals with us because we don't. We, we, we try to do the deal for them on their side um, from back office like standpoint. Agent to agent referrals. Agent to agent referrals. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, uh, we're about to jump back on track. We're having a whole marketing, you know, flip of personnel and everything. And I'm excited to be here in your new office with all this stuff because I'm going to snap pictures and just send it to them and say, this do is this. what we got to do. Because <laughs> the best thing that I ever did was about a year run where I did the Jay Douglas show right. when we opened the brokerage up. Right. And, one of the one of my favorite recruiting stories is a gal that called me one time and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about joining your team." And I said, "Okay, tell me a little bit about where you're at. What's going on?" She says, "Well, I'm at competitor number three in Chattanooga right now, and we just were on show number seven, and we've been watching it for the past seven weeks in our training, like a competitor." And I was like, "And I'm like, you're, you're making awesome. me feel That's really awesome. good right now. Like a very <laughs> successful team, not a nobody right. name, a very right, successful right. team." And I was just like. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so, so you know, it was a recruiting it was a cr- recruiting game that we yeah. played. But but just I'll talk to agents and they just say, man, I just got the most respect for you. Yeah. And and I haven't had the pleasure to meet them yet. You know, yeah. and uh, and it's usually from you know a show that floated around or a conversation that came yeah. from it or whatever yeah. it may be. So I think it's equally as important to brand yourself internally. Yes. Um, in the industry. Yes. In that yeah. sense. I agree. So what was your number three? So number three is YouTube, and I want to talk to you a little bit more about that because that's our, our next play. Um, but you know, <laughs> YouTube, you, you hooked me up with Jason Pantana. He yes. is the man. So yes. Jason, shout out to Jason. Out there. 
Um, Jason's here right now. He's, he's probably outside. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, texting nice. me. I yeah. know that. Okay. Um, so you know, two to three cents per view. It's right. not going to be this so cheap forever. You're talking about yeah. running ads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so running ads on YouTube. We talked about it at the summit this year, and mm-hmm. it's like people are paying attention. But I'll tell you, there's there's two distinct camps. There is the we create content that is so purely effective, organic, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, the SEO mm-hmm. side of it is so good that if you run ads against it, sometimes it'll actually have a negative effect, right? right. right? Versus the... I, run, I create a piece of content that is purely designed mm-hmm. to generate business and I just plow money after it. Right. And, and both those work, mm-hmm. right? You just got to pay attention to it. So just, you know, yeah, exactly. I came out of our video mastermind last week, which people were just bonkers over. Yeah. So, so we're going to do both. Yeah. So right now we're focusing on the ads. Yep. The long tail is whack. We just shot a, a pros and cons, uh, yeah. you know, moving to Huntsville video. Yep. So that'll be the organic play that'll just last forever. Yep. You should check out um, Jeremy Knight. Jeremy Knight is one of our clients uh, down in Austin, and he is just $100,000 a month in GCI from his YouTube channel. Oh, nice. All organic. All organic. Unfreaking believable. Big shout yeah. out to Jeremy. And the most likable guy on the planet. Like, you just, you, you guys would just eat him up. Okay, so we've covered a lot of ground here. What's the, I mean, I'm going to ask you guys two last questions. I want to know, so everybody thinks the next three years are pretty much going to be more of the same. So what is the most important initiative or two that you have for your business over the next two to three years to really capitalize on the market? I mean, it's 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 uh, growth all day long. I mean, it's taking advantage of what we've built and scaling that. And so, you know, the the conversation in your organization seems to be more about recruiters left and right, you know. We're hearing that a lot. And yeah. so so definitely, definitely recruiting, but but I think the the initiative that, that I'm most excited about is, you know, uh, from our coaching calls wrapped around, you know, best place to work in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right. You know, I, and and uh, I, when we Googled it, I, I don't know if we were on the call together or, or not, but it was like it was best place to work in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Google search showed Lululemon. And I was like, huh. Yeah. You know, like there's, like, there's 25 part-time employees and like uh-huh. two full-time managers, I'm assuming. And, yep. and like, and then the second one is Unum, which is like a massive insurance company. And I'm yeah. like- Okay, so this is untapped because you're like I can beat this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's yeah. it. That's yeah. that's the intent, right? Yeah. And so just let your team members wear yoga pants to work. Uh, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Or just buy them yoga pants and yeah. get a discount. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you guys a, a fun benchmark. So, um, big shout out to uh, Remax of Portugal. Manuel and Beatrice are the number one employer in the country. Oh wow! Number two is Microsoft. Like they like they wow. crush, like they are huge. And you know, Portugal is this tiny little, mm-hmm. you know, 8 million person country, right? Like, and, but they are just, they said, we're going to be the biggest company in the country. Like how insane is that? Mm-hmm. Big shots. I mean, they are just, they're two unbelievable human beings and brilliant in business. So growth, taking advantage of it and being the best place to work. You've already achieved best yeah. place to work. Yep. What are you thinking about? What's going to be the most important initiative for you, Matt, in the next two to three years? Because the market's going to be yeah. like this for a while. Right. So we just rolled out our MC Academy. So we yeah. went from one week to a full 30-day training class. Yeah. And that's producing huge dividends. Agents are really coming out of it confident, writing their first contracts, really clean deals. You're talking about like like a new agent training program, oh, yeah, but, it, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. the Matt Curtis Sales so, Academy, right? Right. right. It's, but yeah, it's like a full 30-day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they can't get it anywhere else. So continuing to uh, perfect that, 
And then also along, you know, coupling that with our recruiting system now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, you know, next year we're going to start bringing eight to 10 new agents per month. Good. Um, on top of that is just buying a lot of real estate. Um, yeah. Now we're doing that. It's been our focus this year, too. He's like, yeah. I need to stop buying houses. You yeah. that conversation? Yeah. The last yeah. time we had this kind of inflation in the 70s, right. you know, real estate went up 9% a year. Right. For the entire decade. Right. Well, right. and we've even been pushing... Uh, for the past two years, because I got on this train of, you know, let's buy real estate. And I've started pushing all my team to buy, like half of our team owns rental property. I'm like so proud that's of that. Literally that's half of the beautiful. team owns rental property. Yeah. And um, and so, you that's, know, that's a, that's goal a setting. life changing yeah. move as a yeah. leader. Mm-hmm. Goal, Brian, goal when setting. are you buying your house? <laughs> oh, just said I need a real estate agent. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. all over like all these younglings uh, here. I'm yeah. like in Dallas, like you all need to be buying real estate, man. Like, yeah. like yeah. whatever it takes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, three of my staff are even under contract right now to buy houses. You know, like it's, we're having to figure out policies now to figure out, okay, when a staff member wants to buy a house, how do we, how do we handle mm-hmm. this? Because yeah. it can get money, right? There's just all right. these different things. And right. So, but it's, it's a great thing. It's a good challenge. Yeah. It's a great challenge. Fellas, this has been super fun. We're gonna have to do this again, but there's a lot for people to unpack here. So thank you guys for being on the show and thanks just for doing what you guys do. Yeah. Like, yeah, just so thanks I started for the by saying humble and, and humility and right, mm-hmm. all the things that, that matter to me, like as leaders, like you guys are just nailing it. So yes, and you're welcome on the introduction. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Hey, thank you so much for listening or watching. And uh, hey, follow these guys wherever you find them on social social media. Where, where do they actually find you? It's not under Jay Douglas. It's under Doug Edrington. Doug or, Edrington. Okay. And then media, Ma- yeah. Matt Curtis, if you're driving yeah. through Huntsville, it's that guy, the one you see uh-huh. on the 50 billboards everywhere. <laughs> Keep up the good work, yeah. brother. All right. We're out. Thanks, guys. Thank